father was a member of communist party it's absolutely irrational absolutely crazy absolutely senseless привет здравствуйте привет привет как дела how are you спасибо очень хорошо i'm fine thank you как ты харпер а очень очень хорошо прекрасно прекрасно wonderful sounds great да I know you mentioned that you 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 have like history and film and stuff. Da, that's right. I'm da. taking a documentary film making class right now. Oh, I'm doing a documentary film now. Okay. Exactly at this moment. Really? Yes. Yes, I'm working on the documentary. What is it? What is it about? It's a documentary about a very interesting historical figure. It's about uh, Igor Guzenka. Okay. Uh, he was a Russian defector. Okay. Uh, who defected from uh, Soviet embassy in Ottawa just immediately after the end of the Second World War in September uh, 1945. And actually there are a lot of historians who consider this Guzenka affair as one of the first triggers in the Cold War. Because Guzenka not just defected, but he brought a pile of documents. Mm-hmm. He worked as a cipher clerk in GRU, главное разведывательное управление. So this is uh, Russian uh, special service uh, foreign, you know. Right. Uh, and uh, he was a cipher clerk, uh, so he, he had access to all secret correspondence between Ottawa and uh, Moscow. And he brought uh, to Canadians uh, a pile of documents which exposed a huge uh, agent uh, network, uh, including Canada, United States, Britain, and the primary, I would say, focus of their espionage was uh, nuclear uh, weapon. Right. Yes, it was just immediately after Hiroshima and Nagasaki, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were targeting uh, those secret developments. And it caused uh, a huge uh, problems between Western countries, allies and Soviet unions. At this moment, it was just a moment when Hitler and uh, Nazi Germany was defeated. Mm-hmm. And actually, Soviet Union... United States, Canada, Britain, they were allies. Right. They, right. There was a huge friendship and uh, collaboration and for Western world to to find out that oh, there is such a serious problems and that uh, Soviet Union behaves in such a way behind their backs was a, a huge, huge kind of revelation and it changed a lot. Interesting. That sounds complex. Yes, yes. I'm talking with a lot of historians. I'm talking with the uh, daughter of uh, Igor Guzenka, who actually, uh, uh, she, she has also a very interesting story because uh, Igor Guzenka defected with his wife, mm-hmm. with his little son, who was two years old. But at the same time, Svetlana, his wife, was pregnant. And she was on a six-month 
and uh, just in three months after the defection, uh, Evie, uh, their daughter, was born, and I, uh, I have a lot of conversation with her. That's and, cool. Yes. So now I'm wow. actually now I'm on the stage <clears throat> of editing uh, the, the. So you already have all the filming. Yes. 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 Okay. So maybe by the end of June or maybe in July we will just uh, we'll get our final cut. Very cool. And it's called what? What's the, what's the name of it? We didn't decide it how to call, but it will be something uh, like how the Cold War began or what Igor Guzenko did, something like this. Very it, cool. it is it is Russian speaking movie, uh, not uh, documentary, but 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 uh, it will be. There are a lot of uh, American and Canadian historians there. So it will be subtitled and etc. So, right. so you were in you were in Canada. That's what Julio was saying. Is that where you were in Canada earlier for filming, or are you? Yes, yes, okay. yes. It, uh, we work in Canada's Canadian producing company is doing yes, and it is uh, this documentary is financed by Canada Media Fund. Yes, so so the money comes from government, mm -hmm. and. Uh, Yes, yes. Uh, actually, all my life is kind of, I would say, split between Canada and U.S. So here I spend two, two, two academic terms right. teaching you or, you know, your classmates. And of uh, half of the year I spend in Canada doing various projects. This, this year uh, I'm focused on this documentary. That's exciting. Yes, that's, that's really exciting. <laughs> I didn't know you were into film. Yeah, actually, actually, we we immigrated uh, to Canada from uh, Russia in two thousand twelve. Is you and Yulia? Yes, yes, Yulia and me, and uh, my in Russia. I before before moving to Canada, uh, I several uh, several years I worked in very famous uh, Russian cinematography university yes mm -hmm. and I taught there and I taught uh, actors first of all acting yes and uh, another thing which I did I taught uh, TV directors uh, just to to work with fiction material with you know all those scenarios etc that's cool yes I like film um, I I remember like when I had to sign up for all my classes, um, I knew I wanted to take a film studies class. I saw The Shawshank Redemption. I don't mm -hmm. know if you've seen that. No. Uh, it's one of the best movies. I think it's like the highest rated movie on IMDb. Okay. Um, which is, I don't know if you're familiar with IMDb, but it's basically a yes. you know, website. Yeah. It, yes, it yes, I know what is down. IMDb. Yes. Um, and it's one of the highest, I think it is the highest rated movie above classics like the godfather okay um, so uh, could you repeat it maybe my english just yeah me. shawshank redemption uh so yes i i, I heard this name i yes. you know but, um, but no no unfortunately oh you have uh, uh hopper on your uh, oh you do you know um yeah do you know edward hopper yes i love this okay uh, yes this is my favorite artist. painting right here yes. we're talking about nighthawks i love it um, and actually just just maybe several weeks ago we were uh yulia and me we were in on conference in uh, slavic languages in uh, new york and we visited very nice very beautiful uh exhibition 
Really? Of, yes, Edward Culper. So, so I, th- I think this painting is in the Chicago Institute um, of Art, right? Yeah, I, I don't remember where okay. it is, but, but he's one of my favorite American artists, yes. And we also visited uh, the place where he spent almost half of his life. Really? Yes. I love that painting. Was- oh. Washington Square in New York. So, so it, it's a very interesting figure in, in American art. Oh, yeah. Um, my sophomore year in high school... We had an art project, and this professor, um, my sophomore year, was an, he was an English professor, and um, I still keep in touch with him today. He's probably one of my favorite people I've met. Um, but we had an art project, and I requested to have Edward Hopper um, and kind of analyze a lot of his stuff. But my dad, my dad had like um, a copy of that around the house. Mm-hmm. But I just, I really like it. It's simple, and then there's like, you notice that there's like no doors. Yes. So it's, and it, I think it's, I don't know what year this was supposed to be in like the 50s or something like that, but um, it's almost, I don't know, it has a theme of like isolation. Yes, you know? absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And this, uh, his way how he treats space, yes, in his paintings, creating this uh, effect of isolation, very strange, right. very weird, uh, you know, kind of, it's sometimes it looks like a ghost city, yes, because because it's an, uh, his streets, his uh, windows, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yes, he, uh, they always create this sense of uh, strange kind of loneliness and uh, uh, very, very, very deep mood, I would say. I love it. I, I like that one too. I think there's what is it called? Sunday early Sunday morning. Yes. There's another yes. one that has a similar um it has a similar colors of like the colors, browns and yes. greens. In, in this case he creates completely different composition. It's absolutely flat. Yes, this so this tree, the uh, windows and uh, the wall of the building is parallel to the surface of the picture, and uh, this rhythm of windows again emptiness. Yeah, a lot of windows uh, on the second floor, on the ground floor, but at the same time, no people at all, and. It is it is his signature. I would say I love it. Mm-hmm. I love this picture. I liked it a lot. Um, the, but that's this art. This whole art project that my professor had me do and analyzing um, these two paintings was probably one of my favorite. Um, you know, that's that's kind of how we got very close. I also did another one earlier where I um, analyzed um, the architect Frank Lloyd Wright. Oh yes, and all of his falling mm-hmm. water. Um, there's one out in Arizona, I think. I, f- I forget the other um, buildings, but, you know, kind of looking at that. I've always been interested in art history and film. Um, so that's kind of what I, I was I was eager to take. I was eager to take this uh, documentary filmmaking class. But I was talking to you about, uh, I'm sure you've seen, I'm sure you've seen this cover or something. Oh, yes. yes I know yes, this. Yes, 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 I know. With, I know um, this. Okay. Uh, this movie uh, this movie yes uh, yes with um about two yes uh, it's great it's yes, great it's I, great i i just don't remember its uh, american name because i saw it uh, when i lived in russia yeah. and it just you know just disappeared from my memory as the name that's cool yeah, yeah. do they so are american movies big in Russia? Are they popular yes, too? Yes, of course, of course. They are. As everywhere around the world. And uh, 
it it was a very important e even during the the, so the Soviet times when when there were you know all these restrictions uh, regarding any um, Western culture, so we there there were American movies in uh, movie theaters, and uh, I remember some of them uh, were kind of. I was a schoolboy, yes, and it was a huge uh, kind of uh, events, personal events for me. For example, I, I I remember how I was, let's say maybe thirteen, and I saw a, a movie Kramer. I don't. I'm not sure that uh, my translation is correct in it, but it's Kramer against Kramer. So it's about couple, and uh, there are two main characters, Dustin Hoffman and uh, oh, I forget name of famous American actress, one of the leading, um, uh, and uh, they, they, they are they, they are divorcing, and they are in the court trying to understand that they have a son and how to solve this issue and it was something mind-blowing really for me yes so so, so yes uh, americans american movies uh, are very very important part of pop culture <laughs> and uh, yes right. so so that's cool um the shawshank redemption i think the only reason it didn't win um best movie i think it came out in 1992 okay um or maybe let me see i'm pretty sure it came out in 1992 regardless it uh 1994 um it came out the same year as um forrest gump okay so yes. forrest gump won um, yes almost everything yes, yeah right, this right, year. right with tom yes. hanks um but that my dad has been telling me about that and then when covid hit in 2020 yeah um i I watched that at like 10 p.m. until like 1 a.m. Mm -hmm. with headphones on and my, mm -hmm. my computer, and it was amazing. I think I watched it again the next night. Okay. It was it was powerful. It was powerful yes, stuff. Yes, it's very so. powerful, very psychologically deep story, yes. All right. I, lo I love this movie. I like that. So um, I also wanted to know your whole story on growing up in Russia and then eventually moving to um i think canada first before the us is that right yes yes actually this story is is even much longer because because uh, i grew up actually i grew up not in russia i i grew up in moldova so it was uh, also a former soviet union so it is one of their southern uh, small republics so, so now everyone knows about ukraine Right. But uh, during the Soviet period, usually people, let's say like many Americans, they, 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 they knew nothing about uh, what it, where is Russia specifically, where mm -hmm. Ukraine, where are some other republics, etc., etc. So everything was considered like a big, big, huge Russia. But uh, I grew up in this uh, small republic, uh, Moldova, which uh, even mm, on the south of Ukraine, uh, close to Romania. Right. So this is Romanian language. This is um, a very nice, very beautiful uh, uh, 
um, land with a wonderful climate with uh, splendid you know vegetables uh, berries uh, all, all, all those things right so, so and it is uh, now now it is an independent state mm -hmm. yes with um, uh, capital uh, Chisinau and it is very multi multicultural uh, city so uh, when I grew up it was okay f absolutely normal for us to, to to be aware that there are Russians there are Ukrainians there are Moldovians there are uh, Bulgarians there are very big Jewish population okay. uh, and uh, some other ethnic groups and uh, my mother uh, and my father met there in Kishinev, but they came from different uh, direction. They, 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 um, my father is Ukrainian, my mother, uh, she's Russian. Uh, and uh, my mother came to Kishinev from very typical, deep, uh, northern uh, Russian village. And uh, each uh, summer, I visited my grandmother and grandfather. I I went to to, to the north of Russia. Yes, even more northern than uh, Moscow, than Saint Petersburg. Yes, yes. and uh, that was my first acquaintance with um, Russia, with Russian culture, etc. Yes, it was Russian-speaking family. Right. It was uh, totally kind of Russian culture, yes, and I attended a Russian-speaking school. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's, it's two different uh, cultural environments, completely. So, uh, and only when I graduated from uh, high school, I, I enrolled and uh, I was taken to a Russian theater school, acting school, very famous, very interesting in Moscow. Yeah, I heard yes. Russia is very, very, um, has very prestigious acting. Yes, yes, okay. it, it is one of the really kind of spheres where where Russians succeeded to 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 reach very high level right. international kind of results. Right. Yes, so I, yeah. it's it's all about you know everyone knows about heard about Stanislavski, about Meyerhold, about Michael <clears throat> Jackoff, etc., etc. So it's all the figures who influence not only. Russian theater, but uh, international theater and uh, specifically acting yeah. uh, techniques, etc., etc. So I was lucky to 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 be taken to such a school, and uh, I spent there. I graduated from it, and then I went back to Kishinev. Okay. Yes, and when Soviet Union collapsed in 1991, I was working in Moldova in Kishinev as an actor in a theater. And <clears throat> in a couple of years, uh, I, I moved to Moscow because it was very interesting to, to, to see how all those political uh, events influenced cultural environment uh, because you know you, you're working in Moldova in Russian speaking theater right and uh, you see your audience 
And when Soviet Union collapsed, uh, huge uh, migrations uh, waves started. So for us, it was we, we saw how our uh, venues becomes just empty. Mm-hmm. Because one uh, flow of people goes to Russia, another very big uh, Jewish population, they go to Israel, a lot of people yeah. go to the States, Canada, etc., etc., yes. So, and there were some problems, ethnic problems, and uh, as a Russian-speaking person, sometimes it was dangerous at this moment. Okay. So I had to take my family and we moved to Russia. And what and what year did you move to Russia? Where? What year? Uh, I moved to Russia in nineteen uh, ninety two. So it it was not just an event; it was the process. So it took a couple of years. At this moment, so I moved to Russia. I I again I returned to. Uh, I, I started focusing on teaching acting at this moment, mm-hmm. and uh, I was doing my PhD. So, so uh, I became again I became a student. So uh, it took several years, and uh, I would say starting from nineteen ninety five, I lived in Russia till the moment of uh, immigration to Canada till 2012 Very something cool. like this how old were you in 1995 in 1995 i was uh, 29 29 yes so i was already mature person oh, yeah. i had experience working experience uh, so, so yes, yes, uh, that, that, uh, that, that, that was the situation, yes, so I had to take uh, them, we moved together, and I had to take my mother, we had to sell our property, which uh, cost nothing, you know, and <laughs> right. we, we got luckily chance to buy something very cheap, very modest, near Moscow for my mother, just for her because she was uh, retired already at this moment and just to give her a kind of you know basic environment for living yes so so yes it, it were really tough time 90s in uh, soviet union in the former Soviet Union after collapse of the state with with you know huge inflations uh, a lot of professions just just lose kind of their sense and a lot of new things happening uh, crime is huge the state mm-hmm. behaves uh, as a crazy like criminal so it, it was i would say tough experience but it helped me to 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 uh, to, to to become stronger, to grow, <laughs> yes, to, to grow, yes, to develop, and uh, yes, in nineteen ninety five, I I decided to wrap up with theater, with all my creative interests, and I, I I had to 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 make money somehow for living, right. So I started doing adv- uh, I went to advertisement business, advertising business. And uh, I, I, I spent uh, many years doing those 
uh, things pretty successfully. First working for some advertising company, then working as a freelancer. Then I built my own <clears throat> advertising design company. So uh, it was it was very interesting and uh, useful experience. And uh, only in the middle of uh, 2000s years, yes, I got back to my previous theater and movie interests. So I returned to this sphere mm -hmm. and started combining both business and uh, those interests in theater and cool. in, in movie. So that's that's my track, I would say. I like that. I wanted to go back to, um, we, we talked about like how big acting is in Russia. Yes. I listened to a podcast with um, John Bernthal who is an actor. Um, he's famous for his role in The Walking Dead as Shane, and um, he plays the Punisher. So I don't know if you know this. Let's see. Punisher. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. No show. So John Bernthal is um famous actor. Okay, definitely. I know this um, phrase. Yes, he... He was on Joe Rogan, and he talked about two years where he went to Russia. He's from the U.S., and he yes. moved to Russia for acting. And he kind of expanded on how big acting is, where if you're brought up as a kid, you're almost like cycled, you're almost cycled through, you know, if, if you can get into act, like a prestigious um, acting role or career, you know, that's, there's a like very small portion that if you can make it as an actor in Russia, it almost you know sets you up for a successful future. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I'm getting that wrong, but I wanted you to talk about like uh, why I, is it so big there? I I I I'm not I'm not sure that it is a correct description because because I I know this uh, acting uh, world pretty closely. Yes. Yeah. So, so I could be very wrong. Just... Yes. So 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 my, my my picture is much more detailed, and I see a lot of various tracks. So so there there the, the, there are uh, actors who 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 came to the industry from the childhood, and this description is completely correct. Yes, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I lo I know a lot of a lot of wonderful uh, kids uh, who were famous uh, at the very beginning but uh, then uh, they didn't survive uh, both financially or i would say mostly psychologically because it's it's a huge uh, pressure uh, on a psychic yes when you're surrounded and when you lead uh, the life uh, which is not the same as all the people around. So I would say, I would say, for, for many um, kids, it's it's pretty tra traumatic experience, and there are a lot of uh, you know young, very famous actors who just ended up with you know drinking or just uh, yeah. committing suicide or something like this really? so yes yes so it, it 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 looks sometimes like a very 
you know, exciting, beautiful, rosy picture. Mm -hmm. Yes, but when it comes close, we all life people, we, you know, we we just we just human beings and uh, each of us ha has to wake up in the morning just look in the mirror and to start doing uh, it's it's new day uh, his or her new day so so, so um uh yes yes uh you can be on the top uh, actually i think the same way it works everywhere like this, yes. I, I think there are a lot of uh, similar stories uh, which can be told about, about mm -hmm. American right. actors. I agree. There's just there's just a really big, I guess I didn't know about how large the acting culture was over there. Yes, 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 it, it is big. But, but at the same time, you know, uh, I, I have this interesting experience. Uh, I, I have chance to compare. Mm -hmm. Russian Soviet style, yes, of this interest industry and the, the how everything organized and Western, uh, it, it is completely different uh, approaches. Even now, when when Russia became much more Westernized and uh, it took a lot of practices, a lot of uh, cultural institutions f f from West, still it's completely. For example. Uh, when it comes to theaters, and theater is a very big, very important thing, dramatic theater mm -hmm. uh, in Russia. And most of the theaters in uh, Russia, even now, they, it, it, is, it is repertoire theaters. So it is a theaters which uh, have constant, stable uh, group of actors working there. Uh, uh, receiving salaries, yes, it is. It is not, uh, you know, contracts for one play only. So it's it's like a, a little theater factory, yes, with the same. And uh, uh, comparing to the West, it's completely different situation because he, here uh, theater is project oriented industry. Yes, uh, actors usually come for doing some specific play, for example, some specific right. project, right. and it creates completely different approach to 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 to, to the creative project and the relations. Uh, you know the the the, 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 the how all psychological dynamics inside uh, these companies works. It's it's completely different. So. Uh, I would say I would say this is a very interesting kind of um, difference which would be interesting just to explore if, if let's say if you're interested in theaters uh, movie industry much more alike like here but really yes yes That's yes cool. it, it is organized the same way uh, especially TV uh industry it, it is very well developed uh and very nice uh, shows uh, and uh, that's why russian propaganda is so effective uh, but uh, anyway movie industry and uh, cannot com compete with uh, hollywood with american <laughs> it's it's just you know too 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 different well, right yes it's it's uncomparable well, did you ever run into any issues? Um, so did you filmed? You still filmed um, some things in Russia, right? I I didn't. 
in Russia, mostly I was focused on theater, uh-huh. on acting. So I, I, I taught actors uh, acting, yes, acting for camera, acting f- f- for stage. And I taught um, mostly I, I was focusing how to work with actors. Uh, movie directors and uh, TV directors. So <clears throat> uh, my projects were very small and I did nothing serious. Actually, I'm a theater person, I would say. Okay. So acting and theater is my primary focus. It, it just happened in my life that uh, I, I have some movie projects, yes. Mm-hmm. And some, but I wouldn't call myself as... Uh, you know, a big expert. You know, even now you see you are showing me some famous uh, Adobe, movies, yeah. and I and I don't know their names, so <laughs> I'm not right, so right. deep in this industry. Yeah, that's fair. Yes. So. Well, I didn't know if you ever. I was going to ask if you ever ran in, ran into any issues in Russia, such as like censorship or oh, big uh, stuff like uh, that. There were a lot of those things. Uh, both, uh, yes. Yes, I I I I had to, to to deal with those issues when I work in theater, uh, and especially when I was studying theater because it was at the very end of the Soviet Union. I I I became a student before Perestroika, before you know this wave of freedom before Gorbachev came. So I remember a lot of those terrible things, and let's say in in our uh, theater school there were people party people yes and <laughs> we know who is a KGB guy who is watching etc etc so it, it was pretty liberal uh, place with very nice creative people but uh, it's just comparing to the general kind of atmosphere in the state but even there there were a lot of those restrictions there were a lot of uh, censorship so yes Yes, and uh, you should just, uh, and you can do nothing, you know. So, right. so the only choice just you can go underground, uh, and do something for yourself. But you can do this with, you know, with writing. You can do this, let's say, with uh, poetry. You can even do it with music. Yes, uh, sitting in your basement with electric guitar and playing for yourself and for your friends. But it's not about theater. Theater is very social form of art. Absolutely, it's a public, so it's it's different, difficult to hide. Yes. That's fair. So I remember some plays which were just uh, not just you know when when, when cultural. I don't know how. Kulturny uh, Soviet, uh, okay, Soviet. So commission. Know, cultural commission that yeah. comes yeah. and who watches your play and who's and they are saying you should change this 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 and they were even situation when they just uh, closed uh, the, the whole play because it is too too much uh, you know for them so they don't want uh, audience uh, to see it yes so yes yes it was a real situation yeah in Soviet Union, and now the same practices they are getting back to Russia with all those, you know, 
things which are a lot of directors directors and a lot of uh, theater people and movie th people they fled from russia and uh, there are a lot of plays now let's say in in moscow where names of the directors just remove really? from the posters because his or her name is banned wow. and he's an enemy of of the state mm -hmm. so we are it's not stalinist time but uh, it is not so harsh in terms of mass uh, you know kind of uh, gulag all those things right. yes but but in terms of uh, censorship and very cruel kind of behavior of, of uh, uh, now we don't have KGB now it is called FSB uh, federal uh, security system yes so so they watch and what is the terrible thing the most terrible that there are a lot of people ordinary people who are happy to to tip off just to say oh here this director said this really? they are playing this place so people call they phone they write letters <clears throat> so this wave of uh, you know i don't know how 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 to call this name yes you're talking about people that um i guess tell on other people yes or, exactly i guess um yes yes call out or, yes exactly yes right. yes Weird. and and to 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 encourage punishment and uh, to be banned or you know cancelled etc etc wow so yes that's that's uh, that's how how this industry work uh, now in, especially after the beginning of ukrainian war mm. i guess now that i think about it so canceling is kind of a new almost a relatively new thing in the US, right? Yes. Someone says something that is maybe not politically correct or yes. I think there are videos of someone maybe doing um something racist or yes. sexist in the past. Yes. People bring it up again. I guess that's I don't want to say that's normal for Russia, but canceling I guess we'll use canceling is is mm, you kind of grew up around people being you know having to watch what they say yes but it's 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 a little bit different phenomenon because canceling here in the state it comes from society mm -hmm. it, it doesn't came from the state it is it not come from I, the government yes yes it, it doesn't came from yes from the government that's a good point uh it's it's a huge because uh, because uh here it is just society doesn't want to buy or to hear or whatever yes or this or that person because uh their moral ethical kind of uh, views of course and uh, of course it is a huge traumatic experience for people who is cancelled yes but still they are able to uh, to lead their life uh, some way etc so 
but in in Russia it comes uh, from the government. It comes from the uh, there are a lot of uh, institutions which officially impose various sanctions and. Uh, uh, so, so it is. It is not censorships in terms only. Okay, you cannot say this or that. Remove it from your book. Remove it from your movie, etc. No, they just don't uh, allow you to work. And if let's say a company, let's say colleagues, doesn't want someone to be fired, the whole theater can be just closed. Wow. So that's the way, and uh, that 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 how it, how it works. And this this is a very deep, long old tradition coming from the Soviet Union. So the government, the state, uh, is much much uh, more impo important entities in the social life. So it is very vertical system. It is not horizontal system like here there are a lot of civil society is very diverse here mm -hmm. yes so there are a lot of levels you know there is federal state there is uh, states there are municipal so i'm i'm talking about official but at the same time s civil society works the same way there are various you know kind of tissues of, of this very sophisticated social um, organism yes mm -hmm. in russia is much more simpler uh, people who are in power they always try to control any uh any collective activities right. so they don't allow to grow up any institutions which can be which can compete with uh, the government and everything is subordinated to official kind of permission. So that's why, let's say, I I, I told you about theaters, yes. Uh, so these these theaters uh, with uh, like fabric, uh, like 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 factories, uh, cultural factories, theater factories, they are financed from the government. Right. And government can just uh, cut money and uh, close the theater. So people are very obedient and uh, such a phenomenon as a as canceling uh, doesn't exist in Russia in these terms like in the States because there is no free society. Right. Never considered it that way. Well, kind of <laughs> switching away from that. Yep. Um, not terribly smoothly, but I want to know if there's any crazy stories or interesting things that maybe you saw growing up or witnessed or experienced that just kind of stuck out um, with you that maybe influenced you to, you know, do something that I guess changed your life, you would say, or defined you or just in general, just maybe something that happened that you remember that was... Yes, definitely. There was very interesting experience from childhood, from youth, yes, from school. Uh, I, I, I grew up in a very ordinary Soviet family. My father was a worker. My mother was an engineer. Uh, and uh, they were just regular Soviet people.
people. My father was a member of Communist Party, so and he was naive, sincere in his beliefs in these beautiful kind of dreams of communism, mm-hmm. etc. And what year? What year is around? Is this around? Were you? So it is nineteen seventies. Let's say okay. I, I was born in nineteen sixty six. Okay. So uh, when Soviet Union collapsed uh, in nineteen. 99 i i was already 25 so a huge part of my life almost half of my life uh, happened during soviet times so 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 i i i went to 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 school in 1973 and but at the same time i i i have a brother and uh, he's four years older than me yes and he was very Western-oriented boy, (laughs) always. So I took a lot of all this Western rock music culture, all these voices, in uh, free voices, radio stations like Voice of America, Mm -hmm. like Radio Liberty from my uh, brother. And he had a bunch of friends who always visited our uh, uh, apartment and I from the very childhood I was listening not only this uh, uh, western music but also all these conversations right. about you know politics about Soviet communism versus capitalism yeah. socialism versus so and even uh, there was very uh, um, f- remarkable event uh, when I was uh, my fifth grade and my brother was in the ninth so uh, uh, so I was 12 let's say and he was 16 so he and a couple of his friends decided to defect to the United States okay they decided to escape from the Soviet Union Okay. And they were preparing. At, at 16. Uh, yes, at 16, yes. Yes. And they were, f- for several weeks, they were preparing for this escape. Packing, you know, things. And I was kind of, I knew what, what <laughs> yeah. was going on. So I right. participated in their preparation. So I even remember that I helped uh, my brother uh, to preserve uh boxes with matches uh fire yes uh-huh. uh, I, I i took plastic uh bags and with iron i i packed them like yes. vacuum like uh, right, to, right, to, right, to right. preserve from from the water from from humidity right. so so uh, uh it, it was like you know like uh, scout you know preparing to to, to, to something like this yeah so and and and, uh, they they run away I would say from their (laughs) homes and this is in Moldova Uh, yes it was in Moldova and they went uh, their plan was to reach uh, so they were heading they, they knew that Western borders 
uh, are very strictly kind of they, they, they have no chance to, to cross those borders because it was a closed country yes right. it's like a prison mm -hmm. so, so, so they headed to the east uh, to Iranian or Turkish uh, mm -hmm. border of course of course it was naive they spent uh, maybe a week you know they had no too much money so, so they were caught in ukraine but uh, and they were caught thanks to our their parents yes who just started looking for them yes so the children kids disappeared yeah and uh, luckily uh, russian militia uh, russian police didn't understand didn't realize the reason of their escape or journey it was journey yes i would call uh, it journey yes it was just very small uh it was my mother uh, so my mother visited police the next day when kids disappeared and in the police they said okay don't worry about your kids because you know they are sitting somewhere you know in a basement or in the attic, uh, playing cards, maybe drinking, smoking, so no worries. Yeah. Uh, that was an attitude. But my mother knew, oh no, my son is not like this. <laughs> and she went to the library, local library, and she analyzed his file, and she watched what kind of literature he took from the library. Uh -huh. And she, she, she noted there are maps there are some, you know, literature about America, about something like this. Yeah. So that Western was her. Literature. Yes, yes. So so that was her first guess, and fi finally they were caught and they came back and uh, during their journey they pretty quickly realized that this is a naive attempt <sighs> that they it won't work, but there was such a you know attempt to escape yeah you know and it was 1979 i would say so it it was a harsh late wow. soviet union yes it was brezhnev era very very kind of so yeah that okay i don't know how funny and uh, <laughs> no that's very interesting i didn't know <laughs> this that. effect Obviously, this event no. yeah no so that, that's yeah. that's what pop-ups in my mind and definitely uh such uh my brother and such events and everything they they were pretty kind of formative for me yes so, so they shaped my mindset uh and uh at, at uh, Pretty early, I, I, I'm. I, I felt as a, in kind of very skeptical, dissidential way, already even even being a kid, even having a father who is a communist. We didn't argue about something, right. uh, but but uh, when Soviet Union started, just you know, shaking and finally collapsed. I I I consider this event as a huge, very positive, very important event, both in my personal life and in the life of the whole society. Interesting. How is that? How is the collapse of the Soviet Union, like perceived from your family, or how how did you at least? What was what was the the whole? Um... I would say I would say the most dramatic uh, aspect was. Uh, 
my mother and my father they uh, they divorced at this moment the, we we didn't live together but uh, we communicated a lot uh, and uh, i would say that uh, uh, for my father it was much more traumatic uh, event because uh, he was really sincere believer and uh, he he just uh, realized how you know how big those illusions were and another important moment that he was that kind of person who who, who needed stable life predictable life okay. and when all the you know things are just shaking right. and money losing uh, their price and there is no future and plot instability yes, yes and yeah, he's immediately just after you know uh, his uh, retirement and pension cost nothing etc etc so the very fact that very stable very predictable world just became just a chaos for many many people in in former soviet union that was the most traumatic aspect of of, of this my mother w was much more kind of self-sufficient and entrepreneurship person mm -hmm. so she, she always was very positive and uh, a fighter yes so for for her it it was easier but the majority of population were i i would say they, they felt like my father wow. did. Okay. yes yes that's that's why now it was so easy for putin to sell you know all this let's back to kind of soviet way of life yeah the propaganda was to sell. very yes, easy to yes, sell to yes 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 and uh that's 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 that, that, there should be a lot of you know kind of generations mm -hmm. um, yes passing away when 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 this nostalgia will go to the past so so yes it's a long process do you think do you think different generations um kind of jumping forward to more present do you think different generations are t perceiving the war in ukraine differently do you think there are some that are more in supportive of the Russian party and other definitely than... definitely young generations you think young generations are more in support of Russia uh, more uh, against the war okay I would say yes and uh, the, 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 the the main supporters uh, are people after 50s I would say because because they came from the soviet union they watch tv they under constant uh, impact of this propaganda etc etc and they trust and they it is it is also a psychological moment because like, people just are not ready to 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 admit that uh, their government their state is committing such a crimes so all, all these you know subconscious 
mechanism starts working just yes just just rejecting just mm -hmm. you know anger just projecting hating everyone around and not allowing just to think that that's we who is doing these crimes yes who are doing yeah. these crimes so so, so it, it is a complex yes but but definitely young generation uh, they are more open they are connected uh, through the internet to all the they, they are more called cosmopolitan so they are open to 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 the world around and uh, uh, a lot of them fleeing the country but uh, i would say among them there are also a lot of a lot of people who support so yes or at least at least don't mind maybe they are not active supporters uh, but uh, okay they prefer not to care about it just just okay mm. and just to live as if nothing special right. is happening you think the war will end soon or how do you how do you how do you see it playing out i, I don't follow it enough to you know i'm i'm afraid i'm afraid i have a feeling i have a feeling that it's 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 uh, it's a long story uh i don't expect some big changes soon i believe that uh, putin is very stubborn i believe that uh, russia has uh, enough uh, assets and money and just to to, to keep this war uh, playing uh, they they have no enough power to win but they they are not going to just just to to to, to back down to, anytime yes soon. yes yes so, so unfortunately it's 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 a terrible and and for me it is it's a personal kind of also story because i'm half ukrainian half yeah. russian and i have family uh, families and both in ukraine that's what i wanted to ask you about your, yes you said your dad is from ukraine yes my dad is from ukraine and branch of my both my parents have passed away already but but um I have a lot of uh, relatives uh, in Ukraine who 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 spent not now exactly, but during this year, uh, my, my cousins just uh, spent uh, half of the time just in the basement in shelters, just uh, hiding from uh, bombing and uh, all these guns, etc. So so it's 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 a catastrophe. What Russians are doing now in ukraine it's 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 um it's beyond any comprehension because it's absolutely irrational absolutely crazy absolutely uh senseless and or purposeful it is just just uh, deep some dark inner kind of forces which just came out so so, so, so because because it's absolutely stupid absolutely crazy it would be even funny you know if if not so many people killed and just so many cities destroyed and economies destroyed but it's absolutely senseless stupid war
and the most terrible thing is not Putin himself, but the whole society which uh, is buying mm -hmm. all his arguments and who, who is <coughs> yeah. not uh, uh, opposing him. Right. That is unfortunate. I, I heard that a common misconception is people calling it the Ukraine when it's Ukraine. But the Ukraine is what I guess Putin refers to it as because he doesn't see it as a country. He sees it as a, a what a subsection of Russia or yes. Is, it, what is, is yes. that the argument? Uh, the problem is that Russians and this is the most okay. I'm I'm generalizing now. Yes, but definitely we should remember that there are there are a lot of people who who disagree with. It's just. Right, minority, yes, a marginal kind of strata of population uh, which is not able to, to influence. But majority of people, they 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 don't believe that there is such a you know entity as you know Ukrainian nation. Yes, they believe that it is kind of Ukrainians. They are just kind of spoiled Russians. Yes, so and uh, so so there is no such a language as Ukrainian. Uh, there is no such a state as Ukraine. Yes, so, so and uh, yes, even on the level of language, there are some what kind of prepositions uh, you use describing when when you go в Украину или yeah, на yeah, Украину. Yeah. In Ukraine or on Ukraine, yeah. so and a lot of those things and uh, uh, and what can you expect? So, so so they call them our Slavic brothers, but they killed them. They came. So 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 it is it is absolutely irrational mm -hmm. behavior and just 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 and yeah. illiteracy and just ignorance. I would say. Uh, and uh, that that that's that's the problem that that it is not just just you know kind of uh, rational purposeful mm. action just stupidity and it is the what the most difficult to, to cure you cannot cure the whole nation and and the, the whole the whole society is deeply deeply ill and it is not germany which can be occupied and uh, led through let's say marshall plan no you cannot occupy such a huge country as russia of course so uh, only people themselves can cure right. this this problem but i i i I have no hope for this because at least at nearest future I, I don't see where positive processes may come from. Right. I didn't mean to get you off on a depressing tangent. Let's let's <laughs> let's 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 find something. Um yes. Well we're we're a little bit over an hour, but um I wanted to know if before we kind of wrap up if there was anything that you wanted to that I didn't ask you about that you wanted to elaborate on or if you had any questions or Anything that was, 
you know, at all. Actually, actually, I loved your uh, your, your your question. I <clears throat> I came here uh, without any clue what we are going to talk about. Yes, right. and actually, I enjoy this free flow conversation. So, and I I think you 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 had wonderful questions and you covered uh, a lot of uh, interesting topics, which, uh, as I understand, uh, interesting for you and uh, both uh, important for me. So I'm 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 really I really enjoyed and uh, this conversation. So I hope uh, your audience <laughs> will enjoy too. I I hope so too. I'm 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 speaking with um Tanya. Yes. This afternoon. Yes. And I'm excited about that one. Yes, um, Tanya is a wonderful wonderful person, and I I believe she's she's yes. Mm -hmm. And I think I, I reached out to Professor Brodsky. She I may have to do it over Skype or okay. something. Um, I have to play around with that. I don't know how to do that yet. But, you know, I just I started this because I wanted to learn as much as I could from, you know, I, I'm, I'm at a school surrounded by very creative, hardworking people um, and as well as professors. So I just I have sort of a background um, from Minsk and my brother's from St. Petersburg. So. Yeah. There's already that interest in talking to a lot of um, Ukrainian and Russian. Um, By the way, do you know Masha uh, Stratsava? I think, yeah. Because uh, we, she, 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 she's from uh, Belarusia, from uh, Minsk too. And uh, I think if it uh, this topic will be kind of uh, in, in your focus, uh, because yes, Belarusia is uh, getting through also very... Um, dramatic kind of historical uh, stage with the uh, with dictator Lukashenko. So I believe Masha could tell you also a lot of interesting things. So so we, you would have Tanya talking about Ukraine, you would have Masha talking about Belarus. So, so I think uh, it would uh, brought uh, more, a lot of interesting kind of aspects and make a picture much more multidimensional. Прекрасно. Прекрасно. Дима, большое спасибо. Спасибо тебе, Харкер.